0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Bryson here, back with my good pal, L.B. What are you doing on this fine summer day, L.B.? Well,
1: currently I'm not doing shit, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just, you know, reading through some of these uh, Dave Tank tweets like we like to do every once in a while to start reading some of his, his exquisite tweets. You know, just same old shit, really. How about you, buddy? How are, you, are you feeling good being back home, West Virginia?
0: Oh, it feels good. No, it, it feels different. I made a lot of friends up north. I learned about your culture. It was, it was good. It was a good time. The food was good. everyone was good. You know, you, you kind of warned me about Northerners being a little rude, and I really didn't see it that much.
1: Well, I know every, everybody likes to say that like, Northerners, are, uh, like they say mass holes, but I swear like, Connecticut's way worse. People here people in Connecticut are fucking douchebags. I've only been here for, you know, six or seven months, but it's like very noticeable. But I mean, you know, overall, I'd say it's Massachusetts isn't too bad. You know, it it can definitely be a little bit different, I'm sure. But I've never I've barely ever left Mass or Connecticut, you know.
0: I can feel the politeness on the road back home, LB. Like, that's what I was telling people up north back home where I'm from. If you're at a four way stop, everyone is like urging someone else to go. And then you get mad because someone doesn't go and you urge them. Like it's just a very polite way to drive. And up in mass, it's just like <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. It's the wild, wild west. But I like it that way actually. Like I don't like pretending to be nice all day long. Like I remember I remember we went to Duncan, I think, and I said ma'am to the I said ma'am to the lady and Connor was like, What the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. This is what we do. And he was like, "Don't do that. It's insulting."
1: He said it was. I don't know if it's insulting. I wouldn't say it's insulting. <laughs> oh man, Boris is crazy. I don't. I mean, I guess it. Some people might take that the wrong way. Actually, there are definitely some people who like if you call them "ma'am," they're almost like, "Oh, you don't have to call." Like, I don't know if it might make them feel old. Like almost like if you call somebody "sir," they'll be like. I always call cop, sir, but besides that, you know, I guess it could be considered insulting, depending on who you're talking to. Like, if you're talking to, like, a 23-year-old chick and you call her ma'am, then she might be like, you know, she might think that she looks, like, old as shit. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Boris maybe is right. I never really thought about it that hard.
0: Yeah, I've known, I've known someone, and if you called him sir, he would say, don't sir me. I don't know. Maybe when we're old one day, we can think about that. People calling yeah, us I, sir. Like, don't call I me agree. sir. Call me Bryson NFL. How dare <laughs> <Yeah>. you?
1: <laughs> call me Bryson NFL and follow me on Twitter. The, um, it's funny that you just mentioned old people because we, we were just talking a minute. and something we've talked about in the past, but uh, I'm pretty sure that you have a story about uh, one of your gym adventures. That Something that I always found funny in gyms in the locker room.
0: Oh yeah, so back home I go to a smaller gym obviously like sometimes it's just me or sometimes it's like just me and a buddy. It's a really small like it, it's actually a house, like a one-story house and it's just turned into a gym and opened up a little bit. So here I am at Planet Fitness, cowardly, I know, hate to say it. And walk in, of course. And and OB, you played football. I played football like sometimes you just like have to take off your clothes and in those instances when you're around like 50 people you're just like you're not just taking your good ass time but so i walk in and there's an old man of course just showing me his ass and <laughs> he's and he has like no time concept he's just like you know what I'm just going to show you my ass for as long as you're here my ass is going to be in your vision and you're going to have to look away from it that's how long he had his pants down for like i literally i went in just just to, just to pee real quick Wash my hands. Walk out. He's still showing me his ass. Like, what does this guy do- like? I don't know what it is about old people, but they're like, yeah, I've got a bunch of problems, and I know I suck <laughs> now. So here you go. I just,
1: yeah, I yeah. maybe you're right. It's like they know. Like, look, I know I'm wrinkly. I know I look like shit. I've got like all sorts of just awful health conditions and. They just gave up on caring, man. Like, they're just like, you're going to see my ass, you're going to see my balls, and I just legitimately don't care. Like, if you have a problem with it, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, what you... You're going to fight an old person? Exactly. And, And they grew up differently, man. Like, when I used to get changed in the locker room, I did it, like, very rarely was I actually ass naked to begin with. I'd usually have, like, my Under Armour underwear on or something or some type of, like, underwear on some but there was definitely some kids who would get like butt ass naked but like you said there's always a sense of urgency nobody's doing it like just standing there like you know look what look what's going on with me like i don't know what's going on with you but this is this is my situation you're gonna deal with it it's old people are different man like they grew up just getting butt ass naked in front of each other in locker rooms
0: (laughs) i don't I don't know man. I don't I don't know if they did. I think it's just something you turn into. Like, you, <laughs> like, you live, like if you live long enough, you're gonna be a senile old man. Just like Bill Belichick.
1: <laughs> That's a great point, man. I never thought of that. Maybe that maybe that is what it is. Maybe they grew into thinking it's okay to just be butt ass naked for an hour on the gym.
0: Like like right now we're talking, LB. Like we're talking about we're like, oh, when I'm sixty or seventy, I'm not gonna be in the gym showing my ass to <laughs> random twenty year olds or teenagers in the gym and we're gonna be that age one day and there we are we're just doing it and we're happy to be doing it we're like yep i know we said that we wouldn't do this but this is the (laughs) best thing to do in this moment right now don't know why that's just
1: how it is dude it's one of those things where i swear to god this is like the honest god truth there was guys that i'd go in there to locker room and some dudes like they're like powdering their balls like they're they got their leg up and like they're like literally getting into like the corners and crevices of their ass and their balls and like I, I, it, it is just bizarre how comfortable old men get just being ass-fucking-naked in front of younger dudes. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe you're right, man. Maybe we'll grow up and like, we're going to be like, you know what, I had to deal with this when I was your age, so you're going to have to deal with it too. I don't
0: know. LB, I just want to tell you something real quick. Maybe you can relate on some level because you have a different name. So there's this kid on Twitter... He likes my tweets and replies to me all the time. His name is Bryson. And I can't and he spells it just like me. And I can't get it out of my head every time he likes a tweet or I get a notification from him. It's just
1: His name is Bryson?
0: His name's Bryson.
1: Is it the I know there's a kid named like Bryce Tiller. So it's Bryce in. It's
0: it's it's just like my name. So, like, every time I see it, I think it's me, and I can't help but to, I can't help but to feel this way, and I cannot change my mind from doing this. And in, in saying this, I would just like to tell you that I, growing up, had a kid. I think I was probably in ninth grade, and this kid was younger. Maybe I was in, like, eighth grade, but we have this thing called Open Gym, and it's in the summertime, and it's where, like, a bunch of kids, like, just, like, play, play in the gym. Like, they just open up the gym for us. There's yep. a kid there. His name is Bryson, okay? And me being Bryson NFL, I walked, in, I walked up to him and I said, listen here, pal. There's going to be one Bryson here. And, and that's me. So from now on, your name is Bob. So I'll be, I shit you not, from that day forward, people still call this kid Bob.
1: That's fucked up. <laughs> you were just like, no, man. There's not going to be two Brysons here. So you just pretty much just hijacked his name. You literally hijack his name but by the way because you just said that i typed in bryson it looks like you're not shadow banned anymore
0: you think well, so? ser-
1: search ban. yeah i mean all your shit's like right here your oh, name's cool. in the little top people thing and i'm looking at it and i can actually see all your tweets
0: oh well i actually someone showed me their search of me last night and i you had to click the at to find me like if you search bryson nfl you had to click sure. the at to go to my profile so i don't know i don't really care it's okay we get censored all day.
1: Yeah, they do this. Dude, you're here for me. I'm telling you right now. I'm what? Like yeah, your, you know, you're right here for me. I don't know. I'm seeing you.
0: I don't know, LB. But the reason why I paused is because a FedEx guy just knocked on my door, and we just looked at each other. And, <laughs> I, and like I just said with my eyes, I know you're there, but I'm not answering this door. I realize I'm here, and you have to do a job, but guess what? I'm not answering the door.
1: You should tell him, like with, like that guy with the, uh, the, weed, the weed eater, he, um, he's going to have to deal with it. You know, you're know, you in the middle of doing important stuff. We've got a big, important podcast going on. So if somebody has an issue, they want to deliver a package to your house, you can just let them know. You have a podcast going on. Hey, so.
0: hey, hey yes, uh, FedEx employee, um, you ever heard of Bryson NFL? Yeah, I know you have. So shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know you've heard of it. It's very important. Um. This is really important shit we're breaking down here.
0: Uh, all right, LB, before we get into our questions, let's just take a little time, a little segment, to talk about our good friend Dave Tank. We were just talking about him. Let's just read a couple of Dave Tank tweets. So I'll start off. So our boy Dave Tank, as everyone knows, owns everyone on this internet rent-free. Dave Tank owns them rent-free in their head. He's never tweeted someone, and they've never gotten super mad online. So here we go. So our girl, GoatSoSlammy23, y'all know, y'all know her in quotations. Yep. Lakers trading Lonzo Ball for Bradley Beal would be a good deal. And Dave Tank says, you not being so stupid and you leaving Twitter would be a good deal. Period. <laughs> Clueless with no space.
1: I always love <laughs> always love going through Dave Tank's tweets because like, you'll be reading one and I'm scrolling through as well. I like this one I just came across. You little crybaby bitch. Didn't you say a word when your partner, C. Carton, was ripping everyone off, did you? Now you're crying over a nickname. No wonder why you never won a Super Bowl, little baby Boomer. So that, that was what he was saying. Apparently, Boomer Esiason really pissed him off. He didn't like Boomer Esiason. Uh, somebody, somebody replied, said, shut up, David. He addressed that. What <laughs> worthwhile causes have you established? You got to love how like somebody said <laughs> that reply. what have you done with your life? You're not as good as fucking Boomer Esiason. Here's a good one. Jeez, you are soft as shit. That was to Michael (laughs) King.
0: I got one right here. Tom Brady, you couldn't hold Seaver's jockstrap as a player or a human being. Real ball players don't whine. Dave Tank says, you clown. He's way better than Seaver ever was, you donkey. If you're really mad at this, I would love to slap the shit out of you, period.
1: Man, we're going to be losing all these tweets soon. Looks like Twitter's catching up with them. (laughs) <laughs> he had one of them deleted it says this tweet is no longer available because it violated the Twitter rules they're going to try to censor our guy Dave Tank soon man <laughs> <For> so, <laughs> see what else
0: for so long he just walks into Twitter he just blows <laughs> everything up he
1: leaves and he's left without a scratch and
0: like, he, he just like
1: to- <laughs> you're right he's just been tweeting like a madman for years and just nobody says shit he just gets away with it Meanwhile, meanwhile if you
0: call someone a freak on Twitter, you get you'll get locked. But Dave Tank just like walks in and he's like, No, F you period. And, <laughs> All, and shut up, you're anything. an idiot.
1: You're an idiot. I like his reply here to um Packers FTW who asked, you know, who's who has the more racist reputation between uh Boston and Wisconsin? And Dave Tank just says, and here you are again, you weirdo. So simple. So, <laughs>
0: Here you are getting weirdo. You know you have to you know you gotta be asking for it if Dave Tank finds you on the timeline twice.
1: <laughs> oh man, come on. I feel like I feel like his tweets have calmed down a little bit lately. Oh my god. He got a reply here from Will Blackman. Guy told him to relax. <laughs> Don't you tell Dave Tank to relax. <laughs> Let's see how this all started. Will Blackman there was something from Undisputed. I I'm not even going to go over it all. Will Blackman says, to most of you, LeBar may be crazy, annoying, disliked, obnoxious, or whatever you want him to be, but to me, he's funny as hell. Dave Tank. Nah, he's none of those things. He's a bully that, that think women belong in the kitchen. So you down with that? Cool. And the guy just says, oh, relax, David. And I love it. He says, ha ha, it's all good, buddy. I'm from Rhode Island, too. Let's go BH and BC. So that didn't go the, quite the way I would have expected it looks like he might have been a little thrown off by the reply there.
0: Dave still earning.
1: Is. Dave Tank always owns. Are you dumb or just stupid, Belichick, coach before Brady? I love it. He just calls people clowns, stupid. He's calling them like an idiot. Meanwhile, like, it's just, he, this is his app, dude. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, that's exactly right. It's, this is his app, Dave Tank. Get with it. What's what's his what's his at LB? Is it Dave Tank sixty eight?
1: Yes, at Dave Tank sixty eight.
0: All right, go. So everyone, go check up on him. Just go check up on him right now. Tweet him, tell him you love him. Check up on Dave Tank. That's our boy. He owns because we cannot say certain things online, but Dave Tank can. Yeah, he can. He's like our invisible cloak, our burner. It might be us actually.
1: <laughs> you never know. Dave Tank sixty eight could be us. I mean. <laughs> It's possible. It is amazing, though. Um, I legitimately, like, I I have to be so careful about everything I say. And then, like, you see see some accounts on there. They just say what they want, man. It looks like he's kind of toned it down a little bit lately, though. Maybe we shouldn't have brought so much attention to him. We probably got somebody reporting him.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, I hope not. I love Dave Tank. All right, LB, let's get into a little bit of some questions here before we talk a little football. Because it's, you know, it's June, it's, what is it, June 5th? Shit. Like, pe- like pe- people are going ham over Braxton various catches in practice. Like, give me a break. Come on. Just give me a break. Give me a break. You know, I hate, I hate, I hate this time of the year because it's like, uh I don't know, fill in the blank, trash wide receiver that'll never make the team has a fabulous catch in the end zone. And then. All the you know, all the Patriots Twitter fans are just like, wow, making the team. Let's go. Everyone starts hyping them. Like, remember Austin Carr? Remember that guy?
1: Of course. God I think he days. went to New New Orleans, I believe. Yeah. And mm. then yesterday we had a big debate in the chat. you know, there, there are still the people out there who love Philip Dorset. Look, at least I can get behind some of the Dorset stuff because like he's played in the NFL. But when it's guys that have never played and, and I'm being told how he's just going to own the NFL and how great he's going to be, it's like, just shut up. Like, it's just so annoying, man.
0: It is annoying. All right, LB. How, from Shy, our girl Shy here, how happy does it make you know, does it make you know, Shy, how happy does it making you know? Shy, what are you doing here with this tweet? Are you drunk? <laughs> How happy does it making you know you're a fan of the greatest sports city ever? Um, LB, how does it feel?
1: It honestly, it feels amazing. I think that I'm, I, I, I'm like super lucky that my dad was psycho and was all about Boston sports. And I mean, I, I never had a choice, so I laugh. People are like, "Okay, bandwagon." It's like, dude, I, I, had Patriots jerseys from the time I was like eight years old, going to games and shit. I never had it. I never had a choice in the matter, no matter what. So with the Patriots, they kicked it all off in 2001, went into their first Super Bowl. Then the Red Sox followed suit and on long afterwards, and they've won. I now they've won four in that time period, which is just – or th- whatever. Right, four. I almost lose track sometimes. 2004, 2007, 2013, 2018. So four since 2001. I almost thought it was three for a second. See, this is getting ridiculous. Like – we're losing count of championships here the bruins well on their way to a second one i hope it's obviously tied up 2-2 the celtic's they're like the the celtic's are kind of becoming like the little bitch of all of them after this year if the bruins get their second since 2011 or 2010 whatever um, and the celtic's are they have won since god knows when and their fans just act like oh dude like girl oh, we're going to be great next year it's like whatever man
0: Oh brother man, Celtics fans. Almost makes you hate rooting for him. It does. No, it actually does make you hate rooting for him.
1: It legitimately does. You got accounts out there like Handsome Jake and just, it's just, I don't know man. It's just, they're hard to root for because no matter what they do, like they're like one step away from winning championships and then there's so many excuses and just, well, they didn't, get, they didn't win the championship because of this. They didn't win because of this. And it's like, they're the only team that in, in the state that gets away with not winning championships. It's, it's so frustrating, and I get it. The Warriors are pretty much going to beat everybody. But, I mean, they haven't even gotten to the finals. Blame the injuries because, yeah, Kyrie got hurt. But they also had – didn't they have a 3-2 lead on LeBron? And, you know, they pissed that away. So, whatever. I don't know. Celtics Twitter is just fucking awful. All
0: right, I don't know why, but Sha comes up again. She says, "Is iced coffee trash?" No, iced coffee is great. I have it every single day. Iced coffee is the goat. If you like hot coffee, you're a freak. That's number one. Imagine wanting to burn your lips. Like, just imagine. Can you imagine that? Imagine that. I'm not doing that because I've evolved far from your basic human. I've evolved. (laughs) Ice coffee.
1: I'll keep it simple. I drink both, but if I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts, I'm buying an iced coffee. I'm not buying a hot coffee. It's really that simple. I, I make coffee every morning, and I drink a cup of coffee, but I'm not going. If I go to Dunkin' Donuts or something, I'm getting an iced coffee. It's not even a debate.
0: LB, I just want to say, like, I'm getting a coffee to not have a headache and have a better day. Like, I don't need to be grabbing hot coffee, worrying about spilling all, all over the place all over my phone, like, burning my lips. Like, what the hell am I doing? This is a luxury. I don't want to be, like, babysitting coffee on my hands.
1: No, you're right. When I didn't have a... I recently forgot to drink a cup of coffee before work the other day, and I had a headache, like, crazy. Then I drank a Monster, and I felt better.
0: <laughs> That's the best way to do it, Ob. Just drink a Monster, baby. That's what I do.
1: Oh, I, I think I have, like, a, an addiction to energy drinks, pretty much. Okay. Best.
0: okay shy with another question this is getting ridiculous <laughs> she says who do you love the answer is i love the duo the dynamic duo of isaiah Wynn and yannicka juice that's who i love these guys are great
1: jesus who do i love uh man like in terms of like i'm trying to think of outside the box here like something crazy i could say that i love that Jesus, who do I love? I don't know. I love I love you, Shy. How's that sound? I love you. Queen Shy. Follow her on Twitter. Um, Jalen's been, been really very persistent. We're all we are I, I wish Jalen the best of luck in uh, in his pursuit of Queen Shy.
0: <laughs> all right, OB. This is a good one from our boy Shrimp 6 Is Wisconsin Title Town? No. No.
1: I, I mean, I'll, I'll let you elaborate first. And then, um, yeah, tell you what, you go first. I'm going to actually do something real quick. So you go ahead and you explain why there. I'll, I'll let you give your opinion first.
0: All right, LB. Well, I'm just going to say that Wisconsin is not title town. Boston is title town. Even New York would be title town over Wisconsin. They won all of these cowardly championships before World War II. No one cares about this. There was two teams in their league. There was absolutely no competition playing against absolute plumbers. And they've had two relevant titles since Brett Favre was there in 1996. Meanwhile, the Patriots alone in Boston have won six titles in that that 2000 span while they've won one championship. They've won in Wisconsin one championship. And the Bucks suck like the Bucks' last championship was 1970. The Brewers suck. Don't they have like one title when it was super old?
1: could be right i'm not even positive honestly
0: like the the brewers suck the bucks suck the packers had like the packers have had two of probably the top 10 quarterbacks some probably might say top five quarterbacks of all time would produce two championships so it's absolutely not title town because could you imagine a world in where we had tom like tom brady and i don't know peyton manning tom brady and peyton manning two top five quarterbacks of all time in boston and they only won two championships in, like, almost 30 years. Could you imagine? It would be oh, – it would it, it Boston would, would explode. Boston would implode. They're, the, Mo- the Milwaukee Bucks are cool, by the way, with exiting in the second round or the third round whenever they exited. They're cool with that. It's not cool in Boston.
1: Yeah, like that Nathan Marzion kid, his pinned tweet is, like, about how they made it to the conference finals. Like, congratulations, like, congratulations dude. I, I was literally just kind of shitting on the Celtics for losing in the conference finals when they had no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward, who we know sucks now, anyways. But he probably would have been good if he never got hurt. You know what I mean? So whatever. They had all those injuries. They still made it to the conference finals, and I was still just saying, well, didn't they have a three-two lead on LeBron? You know, we don't. We, we didn't like celebrate. It was fun. It was cool. But I mean, like you said, for them, that's legit. And I just gotta. This this is too funny to pass up for me. So I'm looking at the 1927. Green Bay Packers. I'm not even sure if they won the championship here. I'm just clicking on some of their schedules. LB, when I it- think
0: th- I think this was actually the year that they got banned from the banned from the league for cheating. <laughs> wow, so they're cheaters
1: too. Can't have that. I mean, who the f- who was cheating back then? Like
0: there was three teams. This would be LB. This would be like me and you going down the street. We like going down to Trukies. <laughs> Mass <laughs> reference. You like that? I do, actually. Us going down to Trukey's, getting three dudes, and just playing a Madden tournament. And then uh, 80 years later, some some kid on Twitter is like, yeah, do you remember LB? He won that (laughs) Madden tournament in 1930. He was super sick. Probably top (laughs) five of all time. The
1: championship definitely counts. Amazing. Amazing Madden player dude and when I I don't know about you but when I when I use like when I play Madden I like to use some of the old school teams that they throw in there and uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Dayton triangles who they beat 14 to nothing that year <laughs> I'm also big on the Cleveland Bulldogs score 12 to 7 very cool. Let's see the only real team they played, the Chicago Bears, six to seven. They lost. Boy, six to seven—that's a barn burner. Those <laughs> Duluth Eskimos—they now they beat the crap out of the Duluth Eskimos. This is like the craziest <laughs> score I've seen yet. <laughs> the, Duluth Duluth imagine, the Duluth
0: Eskimos. The Duluth Eskimos. Imagine lacing Eximos. that up every day. Like you know what? I'm a very proud Duluth Eskimo player.
1: Well, let's not forget, too, about the Providence Steamrollers. They actually won the championship in 1928, I believe. So, New England does have an extra championship, by the way. And they commented, she was like, wait a minute, that's not Boston. I was like, I clearly said New England. Providence is in Rhode Island in New England. So, let's go on, let's go on down the list. This is not a joke, by the way. They then played the Chicago Cardinals 13 to nothing. The New York Yankees, week 6, 1927. They beat the New York Yankees 13-0. to zero. They beat the New York, the Yankees, dude. Like <laughs> then, the, then they played the Chicago Cardinals, and then they, they tied in that one, six to six. I mean, this was great football here. I mean, we just don't appreciate history. Oh, then they played the Dayton Triangles again, six to nothing. <laughs> the so they beat Dayton, the, the Dayton <laughs> Triangles. I, they beat the Dayton Triangles that year, two two or twice by a combined score of twenty to nothing. I don't
0: Boy. know why I'll, I don't know why I'll be, but these like mascot. And team name references. You know how like, you say the you know when you say the Pittsburgh Steelers and like you think of the black and gold jerseys and like human <laughs> beings? When you say Dayton triangles, I'm just like thinking about <laughs> of red like triangular blocks running around on the football field. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking of like you know, like, like did they mean triangles like that little instrument? Like was that badass back then? Like, oh dude, watch out for him. That guy's a triangle player. He's the sickest triangle player in the world. You know that little thing that like you hold in your hand and you have like a, and you like you ding it like ding. Is that what they're doing? Then they played the Chicago Bears again. Week 11, they, uh, they, they managed to knock off the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets.
0: <laughs> Frankfurt, Yellow- <laughs> Frankfurt Yellow Jackets.
1: For anybody out there, just do this sometime. It's so much fun looking at some of these old team names. Let's see if I can find a couple different ones. The Providence Steamroller, as we know, represent. Love those guys. Uh, there was a good one. I want to find, but I, it's just... It's laughable that anybody would count these things. I mean, it's cool that it's a part of your history. I'm not going to say that it's not kind of neat. and like, But, I mean, just look at these scores, dude. Like, The Detroit Panthers, I guess. Oh, here's one. I don't even know how to say this. The Racini Tornadoes.
0: Oh, they were good. That was a good team.
1: <laughs> they were very good. I'm pretty sure that they ran a lot of the wing T. Uh, let's see. The Milwaukee Badgers. That sounds like they must have had a real intense in-state rivalry. Milwaukee Badgers and the, the Louisville Colonels, that sounds like a college basketball team These teams are just I, I love these team names, I'm going to keep going through these just because I want to Packers fans have encouraged me to look up my history and know more about my history and I think they're right man, I think that we should understand more about the Rochester Jeffersons and the Rock Island Independents I think that it's a big part of NFL history
0: it's, This is crazy LB Packers fans are crazy first of all, title town. You're talking about title town. Are you talking about green? are we talking about Green Bay? Because Wisconsin's not a town, so it's technically not title town, which is why Boston would be title town.
1: I don't even know. I think that they just say, "Well, we won all those championships," and they didn't play a championship game for any of those, did they? Wasn't it just based on record? Yeah, for a lot of them. And everybody says, oh, well, you guys can come up with your own name instead of Titletown. It's like, no, you know what? We'll just take yours.
0: <laughs> yeah. We were so good that we actually just took yours. You, <laughs> you were then that bad. So we just were like, OK. You know how when like it like after 25 years, an artist can like just like record a song like the same exact song and it doesn't matter or whatever it is. After the copyright ends? Yeah, that's what we did. You were basically dead for 25 years and then New England came in, swapped all your championships, became the greatest city in the United States in terms of sports and owned you. How does that feel?
1: I mean, look, you once took somebody's first name from them, so if they think they're taking Titletown away from you, then they got, they got something else coming.
0: I mean, look, I, don't, I mean, if someone's, in, if someone's in my area with the same name, I can't have that growing up. That's like you just can't do that. Like, like someone will be saying our name, and like we'll both be looking. Like, our names on our homework might get mixed up. I might get a bad <laughs> grade because, like, all of these things. Like, all these factors are just like flown through my head, like the Matrix, at this time when I was like 13 years old. So I just had to put it all to bed.
1: Name the kid Bob. You couldn't even give him a good name. You gave him Bob. You're Bob now. Oh, thanks, Bryson. Kid probably got picked on the rest of his life. Hey, Bob, clown fucking clown bob oh, loser
0: boy. <laughs> oh boy my
1: name, my name's bryson no your name's bob i can just picture people like shoving his head mad hard into lockers and shit we
0: were we were just at that age where like i, I think i might have been even younger i might have been like in seventh eighth grade so that means he was like in fourth or fifth grade and you can imagine the difference between a fourth grader and a seventh grader. Like I was just probably massive to him. Like I don't even think he said anything. And just day after day after showing up, I was just like, Yep, that's Bob. And then it finally caught on. Maybe he liked it and told everyone that he wanted to be called Bob. I don't know. But I still call him Bob. I think it's a good name to be called Bob. It's unique. You can call yourself Bob. You have a, you now have a unique story and you're forever tied to Bryson NFL. So how's that That's feel? true.
1: That is true. It's like um it's almost like the Pottsville Maroons. That's a good name. The Kansas City Cowboys. or The Brooklyn Lions. There are a lot of Lions in Brooklyn. Oh, Buffalo God. Rangers. Some of these teams only existed for a year or two. Right now I'm looking at the Columbus Tigers. I'm looking at their schedule in 1926.
0: <laughs> these are great teams, LV. You will, you will weep. All right. <laughs> I, need, I need to give you this next question. I got have you. We're just going to wrap through these because we actually got a lot, even though we tweeted it like an hour ago. So how quick Adam says, A, it's Adam, says, how quickly would I destroy you in an arm wrestling contest? Well, Adam, uh, considering that the internal and external rotation of my shoulders is fairly weak, I would say, depending on uh, the stature of yourself, you would probably have a pretty good chance.
1: Uh, I'll say probably... I was never a great arm wrestler. Even when I was really, really strong in this workout, I was never a great arm wrestler. For whatever reason, I guess I just never had great grip and all that crap. And I think Adam's a big guy. He's told us before that he's a pretty big guy. I think he's working on dropping weight, but he's a big guy. I'm really not a great arm wrestler. I mean, he might, he might actually win for all I know. I don't know. Probably be yeah. easier if I knew what he looked like.
0: I'm just being modest, Adam. I'd literally break <laughs> your arm off your body. And I'd make you call 9 with your broken arm fingers. Then you'll rename him. Coward.
1: Your <laughs> yeah, name isn't no. Adam anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, your name's not Adam anymore. Don't worry about it. Your name's is Aaron Rodgers. Even worse. Goodbye. Coward. All right. Our boy Justice Smith says, any chance Gunnar Olszewski makes the team? And if you guys don't know, Gunnar Olszewski is this undrafted wide receiver for the Patriots that they signed like two weeks ago. And I'm, I'm just going to just take a leap of faith and say no. He doesn't, uh, have, he doesn't, have, a, he doesn't have a name. A, he doesn't have a great name, Olszewski, like Gunnar Olszewski. It's not a great, it's not a memorable, real memorable name. In fact, it's like so, it's so hard to learn that it's actually unmemorable. So I won't remember it in about five minutes. So no, uh, there's, there's no chance. There's no chance.
1: I'm a really big names guy myself. The name, first name Gunner, totally badass. Last name just doesn't work. Maybe if his name was like Gunner Hansen or like Gunner, like, I don't know, something just badass. Like, like Gunner Bryson NFL. Gunner Bryson NFL. Something like, like that. Like maybe if, if he had like or Gunner Hernandez, then you would really know he wasn't like playing around. Like he was, <laughs> he would legitimately murder your family. Um, let's see. I'm actually a big names guy myself, Like you gotta admit like LeBron James, that's a sweet name. Or like Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, names like that. Usually good players have good sounding names. So, you know, his first name, great, excellent first name. I don't even know how to say his last name. So, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a leap of faith as well and say that he doesn't even make it through a week of training camp.
0: Probably not. There's a lot of good wide receivers. Apparently, you know, our camp standout Braxton Berrios after one day is now the greatest wide receiver of all time. We've heard that. Maurice Harris made some plays. He might actually fill the Cordero Patterson role. Actually, so I think he might develop a niche, make the team. Who else? Philip Dorsett sucks. We already know that, but he's Philip <laughs> Dorsett, so he'll be the he'll be the sixth man on sixth, sixth wide receiver on the roster. All right, LB. Our, uh, we're not going to give this question much time, but I just want to acknowledge our boy Justin, C W A underscore Justin. You know who this is?
1: Yeah, absolutely, I know Justin.
0: He said, "Why is why why is tagged himself the king of Twitter.com?" I would say, Justin, you actually are the king because you're really funny. His bio says, "No, no, absolutely no trolling at all." Love
1: it. <laughs> actually, I do like Justin. He's kind of just
0: a wise ass. Yeah, he
1: is funny. Uh <laughs> he's just totally weird which i can appreciate being a total weirdo so yeah he's pretty cool he can be the king
0: okay next question and i love this question because yesterday night i actually just implored to everyone that chicken bones are actually a government conspiracy and if you don't know about this check my timeline i'll inform you about it i might make a you like a 20-minute youtube series on it about chicken bones being conspiracy because the thing is be. it starts with an egg it ends with nuggets. I don't know where the bones went, but they were never there. That's all I know. They're not chickens. What you're eating is not chickens, if it has bones. Alright, anyway. Jake <laughs> says, Is cheese a conspiracy created by the government? Okay, I'm gonna blow your mind. Yes. This is why it is. The government wants the government wants their people to be in fighting shape. We all know a man that was powerful in, in Germany that gave all of his all of his uh People in his army, steroids and different stuff like that made him work out. So people in the government is cheese. Think about cheese. Back in the day, cheese used to be just cheese. Then they started having having this uh, waste product. It was called whey. So there was whey. They just threw it in the trash. And the government was like, no, we can take this whey. We can make it into the most powerful protein product of all time. We're going to start selling it to our people and making them big and strong, just like Hitler did to his soldiers. So from then on out, what was it? Probably the 1970s, 80s, way way came popular. And then our, our athleticism and muscular stature just absolutely skyrocketed. We were just putting on the muscles, buying protein, being freaks. Now we'll literally buy piss in a can if you tell us it'll help us get one more rep on the bench. Like, Yeah. It's, it's, a, mean, it's a government conspiracy.
1: You're actually right about that. Plus, I know that they say, like, um, the, the burgers that we eat and the meat that we eat and all that crap. A lot of those animals now are given growth hormones and different stuff and all that crap. Good.
0: That's, I want that.
1: Good. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I don't. I, I, I'm all for it, man. I don't give a shit. Like you said, piss in a can. Make me a little bit stronger. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, you know, most,
0: uh, most people would. L.B., here's the thing. As guys, we're not getting to turn down free steroids. Like you might, you might say, like, man, you know what? I really just don't want to take steroids. But if someone gave you free steroids, you know you're taking steroids. Like, think of it this way: bodybuilding.com. Someone ordered 30s. I think 30 of their products and tested. There are 30 random products from the bodybuilding.com. Tested all of them. I think 24 had steroids of some sort in them, and these are just like basic over-the-counter stuff and. To some people, they're outraged, but to me, an intellectual, I love it. Thank you for the free steroids. I now will buy more of your product, and if you change it, I will actually go somewhere else.
1: Exactly. I mean, if we're being honest, look at the supplements that they used to sell over the counter at GNC. You could literally buy stuff that is all now just banned. Mark McGuire was doing it. So for me, I look at it like, yeah, Mark McGuire was taking all this crap, which later got banned, but I mean, he was buying at GNC. Like... It, literally all this stuff now would just you'd immediately fail and you would be on anabolic steroids you could just buy it over the counter at GNC and the shit worked miracles so I mean hey I don't I don't really care I don't see the big deal like you said if I find out if I was to read something up and people said oh you better buy it you know like this stuff's getting like you know it's all going to be banned in a month because you know it has muscle building shit in it that's all legal I'd be like okay well I better order the rest of it then
0: you know, I don't like this. I just want to go off on a little tangent. I don't like that steroids are illegal. Like, if I want to build the best muscles I could ever build and possibly kill myself in the process, that's my business. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, no. be. You know what I'm putting down? Like if
1: i do actually steroids, said that before.
0: If I want to do steroids, let me do steroids. And just have actually, instead of having like people from Mexico and labs make this stuff, why don't you guys just let us buy it from you and you make money off of it? How about that?
1: well they've smartened up to that in a sense like now they will actually give them to dudes like Ben Watson what his story actually makes total sense I had as soon as somebody told me what he tested positive for I said oh that's weird that's a weird one to test positive for because usually that'll be used for um, usually it's for if you have naturally low testosterone levels it'll help them and now they'll actually give that to you via you know prescription it's just they wait till you're a little bit older in life but now they're literally giving you this stuff like you can actually get it and you're gonna see gains from it because you're—I mean—you're literally raising testosterone levels, even if it's just making them what they should be. You're still raising them from what they were, so you're still gonna see gains. Do you see what I'm saying here? So people think like, "Go ahead,
0: sir." Sorry. I got—I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. The people were giving Ben Watson shit, but really, he was just taking like a, a basic need medicine. Like in the UFC, I'm pretty sure. Um, they allow—I don't know if they allow—or right now they just don't have an opinion on it for older, older fighters because sometimes um, fighters in the UFC can actually be pretty old, like hockey players. So they, they you know, they they take the test booster, and that's just to get their test to um, baseline levels, like you were saying. So, what, should that be legal or not? And is it cheating? Like, I don't think it's cheating.
1: I, I see it as like we've we've evolved as people, and we've found ways to combat you know, Father Time, and you see it, like, I always ask the question, Nate Solder and Marcus Cannon, both of them had testicular cancer, both of them lost a testicle. Now, common sense, everybody should know this, you lose a testicle, what are you losing, Bryson?
0: Testosterone.
1: So what do they do? Are they allowed, like, have they? do they get granted, like, things from a doctor where you're allowed to take, so you can, you know, supplement the missing testosterone, like, I've always asked myself that, and I always wondered, like, are they allowed to take it or not? They must be, right?
0: No idea. Because no you're,
1: you're at a pretty bad disadvantage there, being the dude with one ball playing in the NFL.
0: <laughs> you actually are, LB. That's actually crazy, not letting the dude take test. That sucks, but it's the league, man, sports.
1: It is true. I you don't know, I'm personally all for it, like you said. Have at it. Get all your way, fucking protein and go nuts.
0: All right. Okay. Shy is spamming, spamming us with questions because she said, how do you feel about tight in depth as of now? Well, Shy, LB and I as intellectuals weeks ago, we knew that Austin Safarian Jenkins probably wouldn't be on the team. Just didn't say anything. I think it was the day of the day of Watson signing. Someone DM'd us and just told us that things aren't going great for ASJ right now. And so then I was like, ah, okay, that I mean, that makes sense with the Watson thing. Actually, it might have been a couple days before the Watson signing, and then it happened, and then it put some stuff together. Then a couple weeks later, someone said something else, and I was like, oh, man, this is not good. So never thought of Austin Severan Jenkins on the team. big, uh, Best wishes to him. Ben Watson gets suspended four games. And here's what I think. Tight ends, they don't matter. They don't matter. The Patriots are going to use one. Not, they don't use, they don't go t- two tight ends like they normally do. And when they did, it was just Dwayne Allen, and he was an extra blocker. So it's really not that big of a deal. So they can go three wide, and they have the personnel, the wide receivers that do it. They have James White; he can split out as well. So they can pretty much do whatever they want, and they don't really use the tight end like you guys think. Like the tight ends aren't like running a crazy amount of routes like Kels or like Gronk wasn't crazy tearing up the regular season like you guys think. It won't be that big of a deal. They'll put someone in. He'll basically be Dwayne Allen. He'll be good enough, and the wide receivers will be good enough that it won't matter, and same with the running backs and offensive line.
1: Here's what the Patriots do that is so incredible is they'll just recreate themselves. Um, I know Sammy said it a lot. I've seen you say it. I've seen quite a few people start to pick up on how a lot more people are saying they're going to go with you know bigger wide receivers. And it, they're just so good at recreating themselves. If you take away their tight ends, they'll say, okay, well, what can we do now that will completely shock everybody? Last year we saw it. Josh Gordon suspended. All of a sudden, for a lot of Patriots fans, it was like, oh, there goes the season. You know, nothing that we can do now. And I had said at that time, I said, hey, "We'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, I think they're just going to start to run the crap out of the football, and they're just going to pound it down your throat, and they'll make it work. And that's what they did. And in a way, it made them more unpredictable. Sometimes you become so reliant on great players that you become predictable. doesn't mean that it's, it's – easy to stop but you can actually if you're a talented team like the Patriots with talented coaches and a bunch of just people who are just willing to do whatever it takes to make things work you can always find ways to adjust and the Patriots last year perfect example Josh Gordon gone the wide receiver is not good at all Well, we'll just run the ball 40 times a game you know we'll, we'll literally just recreate ourselves we'll start running the crap out of the football nobody's going to know what hit them simplest thing right in the world run the football very simple Pretty easy concept. By the time the Super Bowl came, everybody knew they were going to do it. It was still kind of difficult to stop because it's just one of those things. They said, we're going to do it. You know, you can try to stop us. But the Patriots always find a way to find an advantage, even in something that can be bad. Like, our wide receivers suck. Okay, well, we'll make ourselves more unpredictable again. We'll just, like you said, no tight ends. Okay, well, you guys have been watching us use our two tight end packages. Our one tight ends, you know, we've been doing it for, since 2010, we've used the crap out of tight ends. Well, we're just not going to do that anymore. So, next year, when the beginning of the season comes, it might look ugly for a couple of weeks. By week six, they'll be dominating people, will be all wide receivers. It'll be a completely different offense. And we'll be saying, Oh my God, the Patriots, they're geniuses. I don't know how they do it with no tight ends. It's just what they do at this point, you know? Honestly, it's a.
0: It's crazy, LB, what they do it with their tight ends and the rest of offense. Tom Brady. Absolutely does it all. Absolutely does it all. 12 personnel, 11 personnel, 10 personnel, 1 personnel. Doesn't matter. Tom Brady's a god.
1: I mean, really, though, you are correct about that. Because people could clown on it and be like, oh, yeah, okay. Because Brady makes such a big difference in the run game. Well, actually, he does. He's making audibles. The line, he is so incredibly effective with play action where he just it's – it's an art to be able to
0: – LB, if you, don't have a good, if you don't have a good pass
1: game, you don't have a good run game. Yep, I totally agree. I mean, Brady's what starts. Brady makes everything just. I mean, when you're starting an offense, you have Tom Brady. That that completely changes everything that you can do, because even as we just talked about the end of last year, they totally changed the way that they played. The only reason that works is because you have Tom Brady, because they still have to respect that pass game. Yes, your wide receivers suck, but that that's Tom Brady back there. We're not going to completely just ditch. We're not going to completely sell out stop the run because if you do that, even when his wide receivers are Philip Dorsett and Chris Hogan, and you know Edelman, we already know he's automatic. Even with those terrible wide receivers, it only works because you have Tom Brady, so you can say we're going to run the ball 40 times, and they can say, well, we're going to sell stop the run. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead, sell to stop the run. We still have Tom Brady back there. He's just going to dot you up. I mean, honestly, it's really that simple. And people can clown on. Oh, checkdowns and all that bullshit. Aaron Rodgers can't hit a fucking checkdown, so.
0: Wow, that was lovely. I was just actually on my knees praying while you were talking. That's why I just took a little bit of a pause. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) That's okay, buddy.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Brian, our boy Brian, shout out to Brian. He just asked a good question. This is going to be the last question. It says, how many running backs are Pats carrying on roster, and what's a surprise cut you see happening? Good question, Brian, because you got to count Devlin. And so you have obviously Sony, James White. Those are the locks. Those are the locks. And then you have a mix of Burkhead, Bolden, and Harris. Harris is a third-round pick. I'm going to say he's a lock. He also plays a lot of the roles that Brandon Bolden would play on special teams. But Burkhead – so to me it comes down to Burkhead and Bolden because they actually both play special teams. Burkhead's a much better offensive player than Bolden. It's not even close. Like Burkhead is flip games and playoff games and in regular season games, which Brandon Bolden could never even think about doing. Burkhead can line up as wide receiver. He does a lot of stuff. So I would take, Bur- I would take Burkhead. I'm kicking Bolden off the team. Cry for me. Please cry for me. Last year he was here, he absolutely sucked on special teams. Uh, I'm just going to say that Brandon Bolden, Brandon Bolden walking through the door isn't going to magically have the Patriots from the worst special teams, team in the league to middle of the pack by the middle of the year to number one by next year. Like, they're not going to just become the best special teams in the league because of Brandon Bolden. And if so, uh, I mean, those are nine plays a game. I could care less. Give me Rex Burkhead.
1: Yeah, you see, I, I look at Bolden like this. I love Brandon Bolden. I'm actually I'm friends with him on PSN. We've actually played some Grand Theft Auto together. He's a cool dude, awesome guy. In my opinion, his signing was more of a, hey, why don't you just come in? You know, we're going to have you around for some leadership through the summer. We're going to carry you through parts of training camp. Um, you're going to just basically, he's just going to push all the other guys because you know, if Brandon Bolden's there, even if, even though you know, right, that he's not, as you just named, all the reasons he's better than Burkhead, all the reasons why Harris will just do what he does, you still have to respect him. If you're a young guy coming into camp or you're Rex Burkhead, you say, okay, well, look, Brandon Bolden knows this league. He's been in the league for a long time. I'm going to have to outwork him. So Belichick's the best at creating competition. I think really what Bolden was was a competition creator i think even he probably knows that at this point he probably didn't have too many suitors um but he is a hard guy he's been i think he's been a special team captain at, one, at some point i'm not positive but you know bill likes him and i wouldn't be surprised if he winds up a coach or something down the line here because you know what i mean a special teams coach or whatever but uh, you know I, I i pretty much agree with everything you said about burkhead burkhead kansas city end of the game and when, when the patriots became two one-dimensionals and 200 dimensional, and the Chiefs actually did start the key on Sony. We saw Burkhead change the entire football game. So I agree with you. I think Bolden's the odd man out. No disrespect to him. Great guy. Pretty good, you know, great player for a long time as a special teamer, but it is what it is at this point, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I like Brandon Bolden. He's a good dude. Helped the Patriots win the Super Bowl by knocking out Cliff Averill. He's a great dude. I like him. Big fan, but just Burkhead's a better player, and I think it just makes more sense
1: totally agree and like you said Damian harris unless he somehow finds his way to ir i think i think this So hey. hey. sorry
0: uh, go ahead. You, you know what i'm ready for this year this is what i'm ready for i'm ready for Damian harris to rip off some big runs and for sony michelle fans to get pissed about the splitting of the carries and it's going to be like this it's going to be like well you know the offensive lines are really good and it's going to be it's going to be all the stuff we say from last year about Sony that Sony Sony stands are going to say about Damian Harris
1: well I can definitely see that happening absolutely because Sony already yesterday not at camp Um, I think my personal belief is that he had some sort of procedure done probably to drain the knee he has pretty chronic knee issues so already they have to manage his workload a little bit here and we're not even you know they're not even doing anything yet he's already not practicing Not saying it's the end of the world, but, you know, one of the big factors in the whole Sony thing this year was that he didn't have a camp last year. He's going to have all this camp this year, and already he's missing time. So, I mean, it's not ideal.
0: It's not. You're right, LB. Hate to see that. I really hate to see the first-round pick not being at the first OTA. Hate to see that.
1: I mean, it could be nothing. It could be something. I'd imagine it's something, because... Eh, it's probably, he'll be okay, but still. Well, I just mean in the sense that he probably had some work done on the knee. I don't mean that it's going to, you know, he's going to miss games or anything like that, but I just see it as there's probably some sort of small procedure he had done or they're managing his leg right now. And
0: but He should have had LASIK instead to fix his cross eyes.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't you have, didn't you take, oh, yeah, that's. I'm thinking of your, um, your snap filter there. You said, hey, they gave Sony Michelle a... Wasn't that you? Yeah, that was you.
0: I don't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. They gave Sony Michelle a what?
1: <laughs> they gave so They gave... They made, like, a Snapchat filter with, like, for cross eyes. Huh. You said, hey, it was so nice of them to give Sony Michelle a Snapchat filter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I must have said it, but I don't remember it.
1: You don't remember that? Nah, I don't remember. Oh, you're lying. I don't remember. <laughs> no clue what you're talking about. Big Sony Michelle guy over here. Love <laughs> oh, Sony. <laughs> Big Sony uh, fan.
0: LB. So we already talked about Austin Spary, and Jenkins, the tight ends, as of now. Let's talk a little bit about our boy uh, Edelman getting the extension, giving some money. It's well deserved. I love to see it. I, I said all offseason that Edelman should absolutely get a raise, especially considering of the report of what the Patriots offered to Humphreys. And I'm pretty sure they didn't give Edelman that kind of money. But, you know, you got to pay Edelman. You got to pay Edelman. Pay him for what he did because he was definitely not paid so well, especially when Dwayne Allen was making more than him. Not, not a good scene, especially when he's a Super Bowl MVP and definitely on track to have another good year this year. Pay Edelman. It's good to see Edelman gets his money. We like it.
1: Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Great Cheap play. Cheap Patriots. I believe he has what? Including this year, that means he has three years left, correct? Pardon me. Here's that. And I wonder if that's Brady's timetable where he's saying, look, why don't we, you know what I mean? But it could mean nothing, too. But Julian Edelman, man, he's looking more and more ripped than ever. Like, I just saw a picture of him recently. He is just more jacked than he's ever been. It is absolutely insane. Uh,
0: LB, you got to keep it quiet. It's test timer in the NFL.
1: <laughs> it's test time. You're right about that, actually. I love that you know, we say, well, look, it was, you don't know he did anything, okay? It was, uh, they don't know what it was. It's like, come on, man. Why can't we just be normal? Like, you can say, I don't care if he did it. But then at the same time, you can't say, I don't care if he did do it. Everybody does it. And then you can say, well, look, we don't even know what it was. It could have been nothing. Like, come on. Let's just, let's just all be honest here. The guy was a skinny little quarterback coming out of college. Now he's like a rip jacked animal. I mean, come on.
0: Amazing. The other surprising thing of the offseason that happened a few weeks ago, never thought it would happen again, especially after his departure was Jamie Collins coming back to the team. This group of linebackers is extremely good, especially if it looks like Jamie's definitely going to make the team. I mean, he's a super talented guy. They gave him some money. He'll make the team, but if he can play like to his, if Jamie Collins can play to his B minus level, not even his best, just like B plus B minus level, like that's an insane linebackers core. Kyle Van Noy, Hightower, Jamie Collins, Bentley, even Alandon Roberts have been looking good as of late. Add in Chung, that's a super super versatile, versatile group of linebackers, which is why Belichick like collins in the first place he, you know he's a crazy guy like showed up to practice bags on his hands super weird apparently yelled at matt patricia supposedly which i really don't blame him for now that, now that's actually a massive w in in hindsight i actually apologize to jamie collins you know he was coached by matt patricia and all of a sudden he starts fucking up and i'm supposed to believe that it's not matt, matt patricia's fault Nope, Jamie Collins gets a W for that. So in, in retrospect, I actually am not no longer mad at Jamie Collins in the year two thousand sixteen. It's all Matt Patricia's fault. So welcome back, Jamie. We never slandered you. I just changed history.
1: If um, look, if if Matt Patricia was your coach, you'd probably show up to practice with bags over your fucking head. So <laughs> it is. I mean, the guy was just I. I know people love to throw numbers at us. Like, look, it was actually a real good defense, you idiots. You know, Matt Patricia was great. It's like, no, he just he sucked. I mean, he had, and I know that we, Jamie gets a lot of slander for that 2015 AFC Championship game loss. But, I mean, once he got cooked by Owen Daniels once, you probably should have said, maybe we shouldn't have him covering tight ends because clearly he's not good at it. I mean, Owen Daniels was a ghost at that point, and he cooked you for two touchdowns. I mean, after the first one, you probably should have said, yeah, maybe we should get Jamie out of there on those plays and, you know not have him cover the tight end because clearly he's just not capable at the moment. But Jamie, like you said, you said B minus. It's funny because as you were saying it, I was thinking 80%. So perfect. In my opinion, he absolutely makes a team. I've seen some, you know, wonder if he makes a team or not. I, I see no way he doesn't make it. I think, I, I mean, who do they even have on their roster? That's, I mean, who, why, why wouldn't you want to go into the year with Hightower, Collins, Van Noy, Roberts? I know that you said Chung, and yet you can absolutely throw in him in there as well and his role and what he does or whatever. But, I mean, to me, that linebacker core is sick. I'm a big Roberts guy, I always have. You gotta even admit, we talked about this first time we ever parted, actually. I might have actually said to you, people used to con- compare Roberts to Richards, and I'd say, no, it's not even close because Roberts has had some very bad plays in the NFL, but he's actually made good plays as well, where like, he makes a great play, and you're like, oh, my God, this guy, he can actually play a little bit. Jordan Richards never did that once, so that comparison always showed me crazy. Can you name one good play Jordan Richards ever had?
0: Yeah, actually, he was in cover one once, and in a preseason game, I believe the third preseason game, they put him in the deep deep part of the field. I was absolutely concerned for my life, and it was only the preseason game, and I was, I was a little bit tipsy, I'm not going to lie. It was summertime, third week of the preseason, just destroying some brews. And I'm like, wow, Jordan Richards is deep safety the? what's going on. And he actually made a play and it was actually like, wow, maybe maybe Bill was right about this guy. And it was just one play and I was drunk. But no, that was just his only good play.
1: And it was in a preseason game. Now, what? Like, was it like the fourth quarter of the fourth preseason game? Where like yeah, he was yeah, basically yeah, it was. <laughs> like it was like
0: it was like yeah, you know what? We actually don't want to play our players who are good because there's a good chance they might get injured and they're valuable to us. So we're just gonna throw Jordan Richards, who's not valuable at all to us, and he actually just happened to make a play, which is like, uh you know, it's like it's like being a dude and and just playing in the WNBA. Like, it, it's just nothing to brag about. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, let's be honest here. He probably cost somebody their job then because that other team must have said, holy shit, you just (laughs) let Joe Richards make a play on you. It was nice knowing you. We wish you the best. But he absolutely probably ended more careers just by accidentally making a decent play.
0: (laughs) I I, I just want to say like uh, – the. For people that don't know the players, like in the preseason games, like there's no way like some of these players know who the other players are. Like, there's no way like somebody knows who Jordan Richards is. Like, if you're a Washington Redskin, do you know who Jordan Richards is? Like, or the Patriots, like, ninth cornerback on the preseason roster? Like, if they make a play, do you think later that day they're like, dude, what's his Madden rating? Like, what do you think <laughs> of his Madden rating is? Is he act, like actually kind of good? Because I
1: don't know who he is. You yeah, like, I made a play on that guy. They must, have been, like, they must have clicked on a thing, like, wow, second-round pick. Okay, okay, that's pretty good. And then they actually see that he's just absolutely terrible, and they're like, oh, no. Like, oh, no. I had Josh Johnson signed with Washington last year. He actually said that's how he got to know some of his teammates, was he used Madden, and he studied all their names and shit. So I think players do do that. Players actually do keep up with what's going on in Madden.
0: Wow, which you probably would, too. Like, just imagine if you were in a video game. Like, that would be the dopest shit ever. Like, I'd be playing it all day long. I take a picture of it. I'm showing everyone like everywhere on the streets. I'm just like walking up to people slapping my freaking picture on Madden in the face. Yeah, you guys know you can play with me on a video game and I'm like actually good at it? Did you know that? Oh, okay, good.
1: Oh, that used to be like a dream of mine as a kid. Something we talked about yesterday. This is actually you know, that right there what you just said is partly why I feel like Bill should just let these kids pick a jersey number because it's like some of these guys are never gonna actually make an NFL team. It's like the one chance for them where they could say, Hey, Mom, you know, I'm number 42 on the Patriots this year. You know, you might be cut in two months. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Like, uh, like our boy uh, Jarrett Stidham is wearing 58 at practice. Like, come on now. Let's, let's give Jared Stidham a nice number. Like, Danny Etling is like, like Danny Etling's wearing 58 last year. He looks absolutely <laughs> pathetic. He, like, actually played a preseason game with 58, I'm pretty sure it was horrible this is like the worst nightmare you could ever have like one day his kids are gonna look at the picture and say dad why in the hell did you have number 58 on and he's like well you know i was a i was like a seventh round pick and i kind of sucked and belichick just like gave me the shittiest number of all time because no one was gonna remember me anyway and so that's how it happened kids
1: i feel bad for him because it's like i know a lot of a lot of these guys, their family, they go out, they buy a jersey for them. You know, even though it's like a temporary number, it's still cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know I would absolutely order like 20 of them. Your family would go nuts. But now it's like, yeah, go ahead and buy my, you know, your Jared Stidham. Go ahead and order the number 58 Jared Stidham jersey, quarterback, New England Patriots. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I think by doing that, because I guess Bill looks at it like, oh yeah, you know, you know, they shouldn't be worried about numbers. It's like, come on, man. I mean. It's just how life is. It's how it is as, as an athlete. Not just that, but I guess the NFL made them start to wear numbers on their jerseys and OTAs because the Patriots always went with the blank jerseys. So once again, Bill said, F you to the league. You know, I know the rules. If you're going to make me put numbers on my guys, then I'm just going to put them in random dipshit numbers so that they look like absolute scrubs. And now you won't be able to tell which one is Gronkowski, the guy who's running a 4.6 and is, you know, six seven and weighs 270 pounds. But. You won't, you won't know which one's him. You won't know which one is Tom Brady because, after all, you know... I, I, I don't know. Bill, Bill is crazy, man. The second the NFL tells him to do something, he just absolutely just sticks it to him so hard. Like, you know, we need you to dress more, professionals on the si- more professional on the sidelines. So what did he do? He started hacking the sleeves off that shit. Like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll dress better for you. No problem. Let me just hack the sleeves off this shit and make it the most hideous, like... It's just how Bill is. You know, he's the only coach, I think, in the NFL that currently isn't in the coaches, NFL coaches' union. and
0: He, doesn't, just he crazy. doesn't
1: allow himself to be on Madden video games. Yep, and that's why, actually. That is, that's actually why. like Parcells did it as well, where Parcells wasn't allowed to be in the games because you're not a member of the coaches' union or whatever the hell it is. And Yeah, Bill always has to kind of do everything his way, I guess.
0: He does including binging Malcolm Butler and crossing the Patriots Super Bowl 52. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: Well, hey, you know, his son was having some issues with him, and
0: his son, after we all I know, is a great agree. coach. I agree. Should we just break the news? Should we just tell you what happened?
1: <laughs> Go ahead. I don't care. I mean, maybe people will actually listen to us now. I don't know. They might not. That's fine, too.
0: Well, supposedly – Maybe Malcolm Butler got a little bit physical with Belichick's son. Maybe he did that. And then Bill kinda of forgave him. He forgave him. It was a it was a bit weird at practice, but Malcolm was still getting the reps. So by, that's why they said it was such a shock, because apparently in the locker room before the game, then Malcolm did something else or something happened. And that actually caught that was what caused him. So he, initially he got put on thin ice because he got He got into it with Steve, and then they forgave him, and then something happened before the game, and then that's why he was suddenly benched, and no one had any clue why. I've heard the other stories, and they don't really make much sense this this one makes sense, like I've heard that Malcolm missed a team playing and the week before or whatever like that, but that doesn't really make sense because all of the guys were saying, "Yeah, Malcolm was practicing, he was taking the reps. We all thought he was gonna be playing, and this this one makes sense, so I'm gonna assume this is what happened.
1: Well, we all know that Malcolm was going out a little too much that week. He was coming back late. He was smoking pot in his room. It finally led to... what The part they leave out is that we've all heard about how it led to a blowout with coaches. And it got bad. I mean, it's really not, you know... It's pretty much just known, you know. Him and Steve got a little... Some people have said like he punched him in the jaw, but... I don't I don't believe it was that but you know there was definitely something that happened there basically the issue was some of the things he said to Steve about why he's in the league how he got his job and it wasn't pretty Belichick didn't like it Belichick didn't take kindly to it like you said they thought they were over some of the stuff his belief was that he was still gonna be totally involved in the game plan and play but Bill Bill Basically said, well, you know, you're going to disrespect. I think that's how a lot of people are, I think, in real life. And sometimes disrespect somebody's family and certain things you say where you cross a line and you say, well, look, I actually have the final word here. So you just won't play. I mean, to me, it was more insulting that he got one rep on special teams. You know what I mean here? Like he gave him one rep on punt team. That was it. Or punt return team, whatever it was. That to me is worse than not playing at all. That's it was like, realistic. yeah, no, you know what I mean? Like, you'd probably rather just not play a single snap than get one snap on punt return team. Because at that point, they're just saying, yeah, you know, thanks for your contributions and showing up. Here's your uh, one snap on special teams. We all know that he was playing like shit all year. and But look, there's some things in life where you're going to say things and you're going to do things to the wrong people. You got to remember there are consequences. And Bill is certainly... A proud guy. I think everybody would agree that he definitely has a little bit of an ego there. I think he had issues with Malcolm really ever since he made that play. I said for years I didn't think he liked Malcolm much because I think that a lot of people credit Malcolm Mitchell. I'm sorry, Malcolm Butler for that Super Bowl win. Stuff like that I don't think Bill really likes. I think he believes in that team crap, and he looked at it like, look, we put you in position to make that play. They made sure in the Do Your Job special they let everybody know. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. We worked on that play all week, you know. He worked on it, so he was prepared because of us. Oh, and they actually
0: think- said he that no one ever made that play in practice. <laughs> That's all. They also said that like no, they they ran that same exact play with the same exact three corner formation. They actually they actually put Jamie Collins in Malcolm Butler's spot. Did you know that? They put, actually, no, I didn't. Yeah, they they put Jamie over there. He di- I think he didn't make the play either. And Malcolm, they, they made it a point to say Malcolm also didn't make the play. Like, no one made the play. They even put Jamie there. No one made the play. I think that's what Flores was saying. And so they actually made that known, too.
1: They made it all known. And I don't, let's not forget that that year after that play happened, Malcolm was, something happened with an airplane. Um, he missed the flight. He was late for OTAs. Bill benched his ass. He didn't practice for two weeks. He was just showing up and just. And the NFL – and word was at the time that the NFLPA could get involved because because it was not mandatory, the, um, the NFL couldn't actually – Bill Belichick had no grounds to punish him for not going to something that wasn't mandatory, but Bill did, and Butler didn't fight it. Because, I mean, if Butler decides to get involved with the NFLPA and fight it, now he's going head-to-head with his head coach. So he really had nothing he could do. But it's sad the way things ended for Malcolm. There was definitely a lot of shit going on behind the scenes and, you know, he was partying a lot and he kind of lost his mind that last year there, you know, he started playing better at the end of last year. It seems like it was around the New England game that he actually turned it around. Most of the year he was like 100 something cornerback in the NFL per PFF, which I actually like PFF for cornerback rankings as well as wide receiver and stuff. But they basically, I think by the end of the year, he was like 50 or 60 something, which was, was much better than where he started
0: absolutely he was a train wreck hated to see it, it was a massive debacle incredible can't believe that was just a year ago doesn't it seem crazy
1: it does seem crazy
0: but a, a year, year ago only, today that was only a year ago
1: a year ago today that was <laughs> you know that was still a very big topic the page, that was supposed to be the end there the Malcolm Butler situation, him on the sidelines. We all remember the memes. Um, that was, like, supposed to be the end there. Like, oh, this time Bill did it. You know, Bill Bill lost his locker room. This is it. This is the final straw. The Patriots will never win another Super Bowl. The Players whole thing's over. Players were mad. Tom Brady was liking shit on
0: Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, imagine if you're Tom Brady and you're driving home. And, you know, you don't you don't get involved with the defense a whole lot, but – you, play, you practice against Malcolm Butler, which is probably, you know, definitely one of their better corners, obviously. But Brady's driving home, and he's like, I just passed for 500 fucking yards, and you couldn't play Malcolm Butler? That just happened to me. That's what, he, that's what he's thinking.
1: And look, anybody that could think like me, you or I are bullshitting, whatever, just think about it in your head for one minute. Think about what you just said. Brady had over 500 yards. Their number two corner didn't play a single snap in the game. What's something that could really piss somebody off bad enough where they say, no, I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how this game goes. I'm willing to lose a Super Bowl because I feel so strong in this belief. I'm willing to literally lose a Super Bowl and not play you. I mean, you ask yourself, what is like the one thing that could probably happen in your life that would make you say, I don't care about the outcome of any of this? This means more important to me than winning the Super Bowl.
0: I don't know. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Can't think of one thing.
1: Wow. Except for maybe somebody going after your kid, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can't some, think of it that way.
1: How crazy. would your dad react to somebody coming? If somebody went after you in front of your dad, what would he do? Yeah,
0: it wouldn't be too pretty probably.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's just... What a year of drama last year was. And then this year, the Robert Kraft stuff kicked it off for a while, which was a lot of fun.
0: You know, I'm not – I'm never usually afraid to say, like, yeah, I like the Patriots, but I hate this team. Like, or I like the Patriots, but I love this team more than any team I've ever liked. Like, last year, I didn't like that team. That was – that team gave me bad vibes all year. It wasn't a fun team. Like, there was clearly Brady-Bill tension just a little bit. You could always feel it always feel the tension you know brady missing the brady missing the voluntary practices which he just did again and really wasn't that big of a deal but all sorts of shit happened then the malcolm butler thing happened i just really hated that team just wasn't a big fan
1: like you said it wasn't it was just one of those years it's like there was just so much drama and then the whole big espn piece came out and you know, they was that was supposed to be the rallying cry that basically won them the Super Bowl. Remember? Oh, now ESPN did it. They pissed them off just in time for our Super Bowl win, and you know, and didn't happen. They they almost lost to Jacksonville at home too. They they played great and they had a championship win there. You know, and they had a great attitude to come back and win that game. But they just that Super Bowl week was a disaster. The team had so much inner tor- turmoil, which was it, it was really unlike anything we've ever experienced as Patriots fans. All the leaked stuff, Brady Guerrero, you know, which all that happened. They it, was, it was supposed to be the end, and they came back. They had some bad losses this year. They lost on their, they lost some bad teams. They got their asses kicked in Tennessee. Then they lose to Pittsburgh. Then Josh Gordon gets suspended. And that was, that was finally supposed to be it. Them losing to Pittsburgh was finally supposed to be it to some people. Like, this is it. It's really happening what do they do? They never lose again. <laughs> it's just insane.
0: Crazy, dude. It was a crazy season. Hated it. But you know what I love, LB? You know, I'm going to tell you what I love. You, it, was pro- it was glossed over by the media. It was absolutely glossed over. But there has been a battle brewing, LB. There has been a battle brewing for one year. Okay? A year ago, in, in late April or May, early May, a battle began. And you thought Isaiah Win wasn't going to take the reins of left tackle. It was brewing then. I said, I don't know. Trent Brown may be right tackle. Isaiah Wynn's a god. And then he got hurt. It was brewing that day. That's when it started. And then a couple weeks ago, the Patriots signed this veteran tackle from the Broncos. Jared here, however you say his name. Pretty decent player in the league. Always hurt, kind of. Was just kind of a flyer, probably. The people said, oh, I don't know. Is Isaiah Wynn ready? I don't know. They also drafted Yadni Kajust. I don't know if he's ready. And then Jared Veldier retires because he, too, had a battle with Isaiah Wynn, just as Trent Brown did, and both were lost. Both were lost. Isaiah Wynn comes out on top. He tore his Achilles. He fought literally an Achilles tear. I'll post a picture later for you guys can see what that looks like. He's already beaten that. He's, he's up. He's probably not at OTAs. I haven't looked. I'm sorry. I haven't been paying attention. I've been mad busy. But Isaiah Wynn wins this battle, and so does Yadnika Joust. Our pairing of the greatest tackles of all time is coming to a force, and it's coming to a head. And the only, the only player left that's going to feel some pain a little bit, that's Marcus Cannon. And I feel bad for him because he never saw it coming, but it just came. I'm sorry, Marcus.
1: Now... uh. Where's where's Yadi from again there, Bryson? Where did he go to where did he play his college football there?
0: Yodney Kajust was a very, very, very aggressive, aggressive <laughs> ta- left tackle at West Virginia. Where he would he would just like get into brawls every game. Like he most notably actually squared up with someone with helmets on in the middle of a game and didn't care at all. That's Yadi Kajus. So he's the ice, he's a fire to Isaiah Wins ice. Isaiah Wynn is the technical machine. You could see him as a Bruce Lee type. And there, then there's Yadnicka Joost, who is just, he's he's John Jones. He's he's brutal <laughs> force. He's going to take you down, and that's it. And you I think, love that guy. You, you think you can just take on Yadnicka Joost and Isaiah Wynn with superior athletes like Von Miller and Khalil Mack, but sadly they'll be defeated as well because you just cannot defeat this duo.
1: No, you can't. I mean, that's a fact. I, I feel bad for anybody who tries. Might as well just retire right now and not even bother. Honestly, how many how many fistfights over under two and a half? How many fistfights between Michael Bennett and Yadney This this Oh spring, this they, are,
0: they are going to be getting into it. Yadny will take no shit. Bill's going to make him like a run. Remember when Bill made Josh McDaniels run last with the team team All offense? Right. He he. Okay, he didn't make the, he didn't make them probably, but Josh McDaniels ran with him like he felt like he should. Bill probably said something under his breath. But imagine Yadi Kajus like fighting Michael Bennett and like Bill's like what the fuck. Our, <laughs> our our top tackle in this year's draft is fighting our most highest paid, best defensive end on the team. Please go take five hundred laps, Yadi, and this will continue to happen because you just can't put him down. He's got. A, he's. He's, a, he's just a pit bull. He's. He's fought his whole life, and just gonna have to let him
1: do it. That's. Uh, that's former uh, NFL head coach Josh McDaniels running laps right there. Yeah, <laughs> Bill's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How sad is that? <laughs> no, I was an NFL head coach. Now look at me. Now I'm running laps the <laughs> offense. <laughs> how embarrassing like even like you said like even if he decided to do it himself like oh this will just set the tone like you said like bill was probably looking at him like yeah dude you better run that lap who you think you are
0: man bill's a savage actually i posted that story about castle about bill because and here I'll, I'll read the note because i have it i have the picture of it but uh, it was in it was in training camp i think and like bill would routinely ask players like about plays and matt castle says my rookie year i got crushed in the back by corner blitz against the giants we're playing them in the preseason game the last one which doesn't matter at all for anyone that doesn't know the last preseason game means nothing so this is a meaningless game belichick asked me okay castle what front do they like to bring the corner blitz from i had looked it up the night before anticipating it i said coach it's an over and he goes brady Well, you know, immediately when he goes to the next guy, oh, no, oh, no. (laughs) And Brady says, an under. Of course Brady says an under because he's perfect. And he goes, Brady's right. I don't want to have to send your mother another note that says, dear Mrs. Castle, we regret to inform you that your son got killed being a dumbass.
1: (laughs) How did he look it up and get it wrong?
0: I I don't know, but he said it was an over. And then Belichick was just like, do you want us to send your mom another note that said you got killed being a dumbass? Like these are pro- This is a professional football player who's worked his entire life for this m- to be one of the top 60 corners, 60 quarterbacks, 50 quarterbacks in the NFL, maybe even higher than that. And Bel- Belichick is telling him he's going to send a note home to his mom again, telling him that he got killed for being a dumbass in the last preseason game in the NFL.
1: It's pretty amazing that Castle never started a single game he actually played more wide receiver at USC than quarterback. He was considered like a top prospect coming out of high school, but for whatever reason, what was it? He was stuck behind, I think, Carson Palmer. And then he was, maybe I might have the years wrong. He was stuck behind some good guys that they had, and he just like barely ever played. That's just ridiculous. You have to love Bill. I mean, I don't, I don't always agree with everything he does, but he's just such an absolute savage. Just a maniac.
0: Yeah, just like Belichick offering Butler six million per year or seven million per year, whatever it was, on his last before his last season for the Patriots. Something that's not talking about. They should have just traded him that year. They should have just absolutely traded him. He was supposed to be traded. He actually he actually removed his Patriots thing. and I think I want to say he put a Saints logo in his header on Twitter. I remember seeing it. Malcolm Butler put a Saints logo. Remember, he was visited with the Saints because they were going to do a, a RFA tender. It's like sign and trade and and give them an offer sheet, but the Saints never did, never worked out. They're supposed to trade for him, but it just didn't happen that way.
1: You know, I just don't understand. I know that you've been on that for a long time, and I actually agree. They would have just been better off trading. i getting rid of the headache, getting rid of the whole situation. It probably would have just been a healthier atmosphere for everybody. Just man, like we've talked about, that year just was never just a fun year really. They were thirteen and three. They played in a Super Bowl and were actually like, yeah, fuck that year. <laughs> that would be the absolute high point for so many NFL fans. That's just insane. Like imagine if a Lions fan went thirteen and three and they lost the Super Bowl by eight points. Do you think like they'd look back on that year I was like, oh yeah, that year was like the worst year of my life? They'd probably literally like have framed pictures and shit from that year.
0: LB, guess who's not at practice again?
1: Sony Michelle.
0: Sony Malcolm Michelle. Alonzo just DM'd me.
1: Dude, something's going on with that guy's leg. There's definitely something I wouldn't be surprised if he had some inflammation in the knee and they had to drain it. And I know that could be a procedure that actually takes a little rest. There's something going on with that knee, man. We already knew that it was a bad knee, but did he have like a surgery that we weren't aware of this off season? And because I know somebody, I saw our guy Sammy say like he thinks they're just keeping them fresh legs. Till, I mean, fresh legs. What does that even mean? You know what I mean. So I don't know.
0: This is this is great. So in the chat that we're in, Patch Chat, famous Patch Chat, that Doug Kiyad was in, however you say his name, who actually recommended me a Townsville pizza, and it was it was actually good. So someone said, I said, Sony Malcolm Michelle just to get everyone going because it's just a constant fight in the dms and he said that's fine though fresh sony will be nice to have and all off season all season i heard well he's gonna have an off season he's gonna be able to catch passes it's gonna be okay you know it's okay but now that he's missing practice like well he's gonna be fresh
1: (laughs) oh yeah i'm seeing this right now actually that's one thing i always do find funny is when everybody says something so strongly and then like things go the opposite, and then they say, no, 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 that's fine. Like, I remember last year everybody was saying that Bill told Edelman to fail the drug test and use that stuff so he could come back early on purpose. Like, I always thought that was hilarious. Because Bill said, yeah, please fail that test, miss four games, and our offense can be the absolute dog shit and cost us the one seed. That would be great. Thank you. Thank you, Julian. Oh, God. Now I'm reading this.
0: (laughs) In the chat, I just tomorrow, said he could matter. be cut tomorrow, and it doesn't matter, which is a <laughs> W, because it doesn't matter. Sonny Michel could be cut today, and Patriots would still have equal odds for the Super Bowl. wouldn't change. The smartest yeah. place in Las Vegas wouldn't change their odds for one second, because they have Damian Harris, James White, Rex Burkhead. They have a lot of good running backs, actually. They've got a good running back room.
1: You're actually right about that. I don't think their odds would change one little bit, so... You're such a hater, Bryson. Okay, like now to... I'm laughing at this.
0: <laughs> Everyone gets mad, but here I am laughing. So I just want to say, um, before we say anything else, just want to say this season's Patriot teams, great at wide receiver. They've upgraded wide receiver. Great running backs, especially James White. Tight ends going to be okay. Doesn't matter. Offensive line is going to be great, and you have Tom Brady. There's no excuse for this team to not be a great offensive team.
1: I totally agree. I totally agree. I, um, it looks like I need to actually run now, but I actually totally do agree. The Patriots will be a great offensive team. And I don't care what Dove Kleeman says. Their wide receiver group is much better than it was. That guy can go F himself. I love Tom Brady too, but, I mean, he's just trying to set it up so that if Brady doesn't play well. He has an excuse, and if he plays great, he can. So, that's literally all he's doing right now. And now my brother's calling me. I actually... <laughs> I actually really do have to go. All right, LB. Love you. Love you too, buddy. You have a great day. It was fun. Hopefully, uh, I can listen to this soon. And now my brothers, (laughs) fuck my life. All right. Thank you, Bryson, dude. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, buddy.
0: See you later, man.